There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Forever. Dog. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Already, there's a lot of culture to discuss up top. First of all, this is what I have to address. Mm-hmm. Our guest has a mug that he's drinking coffee out of right now, and you mm-hmm. fully gooped and gagged and laughed. I laughed at so the- at Hard. the words on a mug, at a mug joke. Okay, because I didn't, I hadn't seen this mug before. Is this mug in the studio, HPE? Okay, and to, to know that there's been comical mugs around the studio and I haven't it, seen them, it, it really makes you question. Okay, everything. So, in my mind, it, needs to be expanded. Just read the mugs. I don't. This I don't understand. So imagine reading this for the very first time and getting to the end of the sentence and wh- what it must have felt like to get to this punchline. This mug says, "The captain is always right." And I'm the captain. Mm. I think it's very funny. Very Captain Phillips. (laughs) It's, you know what? It's mug humor. Mug humor is specific. Mug humor is different than dad humor. Oh. It's it's its own subculture of humor. You know the thing about mug humor? It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be super sharp. It doesn't have to be, you know, Tina Fey. Uh-huh. It can just be, uh, it can be light humor. Yes. And you can get the same thing out of it as you would sitting in front of an episode of Tina Fey. An episode of Tina Fey. Mm, yeah. You're right. Um, but that, shouldn't, shouldn't the bar be raised on mug humor? I think we can just equalize everything across all platforms. You always want more. You do. And you're never satisfied with enough. Mm. It's really a thing about you. Sure. I I never 
ever, ever mm-hmm. want for more with our guest. Does that Can make I, sense? I get well, here's what I was saying. Does, Here, here's does here's that, what I would say. Does that statement make sense to you? As someone who ma- makes no sense the majority of the time, I would say I will take it, but Can say I, it again. I never want for more from our guests. I, ne- I think here's the way you should say it. Our guest never leaves me uh, no, wanting that's not more. That. No, no. Our guest always leaves me wanting more. No, that's not no. good. No, no, no. See, okay. this is our, like, gu- I, our guest you, is so fucking good. How about you, that? You are you are fucking, um, what's her face? Lil Mama on America's Next Dance Crew? Lil, uh, America's Next Top Dance Next Crew. Next Top Dance Crew. <laughs> it was Lil, Lil Mama. Was, yes, Lil, Lil Mama, Mama was famous. Get, she, was, she was famous. She did not know how the English language works. She was like, I love the fire that you brought and you extinguished that fire. And she goes, you extinguished <laughs> that fire with that performance. I love you guys so much. You always cease to amaze me. You always me. cease you always to amaze, cease to amaze me. me. You always <laughs> cease. It's actually Rule of Culture number 94. You, you always, always cease to, to amaze me. me. And so... She was iconic. She was iconic. But oh, remember when she went up, up on stage at the VMAs oh, for no could reason. never forget. Um, but th- I'm basically, I had a little mama moment where I just, I said something that you knew, the audience knows what I'm trying to say, but it's not Hun, said in the right way. This is my whole life. Yeah. I don't know my words. I do know my heart. Oh, this is thank the, you. you know, it's Wait fun. a minute. Speaking of little podcast catchphrases, Matt is wearing, and we're eating grapes. Mm. Fruit is what candy is based on. Short. I have to ask a question. Who brought the grapes? I brought the grapes. And grapes, you, bitch. grapes are like candy. I am wearing right now. Grapes are like candy. In fact. Fruit is what candy is based there on. There is many pieces of candy that is based on Great. There is many pieces of candy, and so what? What I'm wearing right now is a, mer- a little piece of merch that says "Fruit is what candy is based on," which is the dumbest sentence in the world, and it wasn't even said by me. It was, or by me. It was by Sudi Green. Yes. And fruit is what candy is based on. I think about a this smart, every dumb day. Bitch. I was eating. I was eating dried mango last night. Mm-hmm. Good I, for you. I've been really good about my late night eating. I have not. Instead of ordering from like a di- like a grilled cheese from a diner mm-hmm. at like two in the morning, I just I munched on dried mango, and I thought. Mm. This is candy. Fruit is what candy is based on. Um, before we bring in the guest, I want to just talk one more thing about, because you brought up food that's not good to eat. Uh-huh. I'm shocked that you and the guest don't have a history with Checkers, the restaurant Checkers, the fast food restaurant oh, Checkers. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can talk about this. We're going to talk about this for the majority of the episode today. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, there's a Checkers anyway on like 14th and there's a, a, a first. I was like fucking blown away that there was a Checkers. There's a lot of Checkerses. Well, I didn't know about this. And so all the culturistas in New York, now you know, there's a fucking checkers in New York and it's on 14th and between like, uh, between 14th and 13th on like First Ave. There's one here in Brooklyn. There's one one on Court Street. Don't tell me that. It's watermarked? Earmarked? Earmarked. On your maps? I don't know, bitch. All right. (laughs) Um, I love our guests so much. I just did the corporate retreat that this that our guest, our fabulous guest, did as his character Gordon. Gordon. And let me tell you something, each and every person in the audience was more than tickled. They were oh. thoroughly entertained, and I was like, that's because this is like a fucking confident-ass performer that's just like good, just so funny and good. appealing. And the voice is pinpoint precise. I yes. love it. The, I, I very much but like also, exactly what I look for in a, an experience same. of watching a performer. But then, you know what the deeper pleasure is? What's the deeper pleasure, bitch? Is getting to know him as a friend. You came back from Fire Island trip and you and literally this this was Bonyet because I did not go. I famously like uh, skipped out on the trip to go experience some time in Los Angeles and get back to really my roots. Yes. <laughs> what did I say? You said, we have a new Judy. 
We have a new Judy. Well, not that we weren't always Judys, but like but you I, came back from this trip and you were like, you had had an experience. You had had like a next. Well, the experience was acid. We, we <laughs> but also acid. like you also like fully were like, I have a new like top person in my life and it's Joe Castlebaker. Oh. And I was like, I already co-signed. I'm already there. I'm already on board. And as I, it's, it's, if I, it's as if I had the experience myself. Yes. I mean, just the true grew of the commute. Do you know what True I'm saying? True guru of the commute. And also, you know, they're, all the boys are talking about... about oh, some pictures. You know, the, <laughs> let's uh, let's just say he, he tickled us in more ways than yeah. Oh! It's, it's don't, been far don't too Don't do long. this. Don't lead with the, the sex. I never leave with sex. It's six minutes and 14 seconds okay, in. all right. I'm you not going to talk about sex. You know, every three minutes... What is it? Every six seconds I think about sex. I waited six minutes. Okay, now... Please. It's it's time. Mm. It's time to please bring in our guest for today, <laughs> Joe Castlebaker. Oh! Wow, what an intro! Oh, Joe. We, what an intro! And can you believe we didn't even say the like the plug that we're supposed to do? Oh my god, get the plug, real, get real, real. the spectacle. Um, yes, it's such a fun show. Hi, Joe. Hi. Um, I truly believe that we are we, we are like war pals after we are. Fire we Island. truly are war pals. You know what I remember so vividly is the image of you. This was at the peak of our. L- LSD, the LSD, yeah, yeah, moment. just moment mm-hmm. as we all went back into the house, and we all and you're like, I need to chop some fruit. Oh my god! Oh. And you took up, you fully. This was up a, a psychotic pl- moment. It truly felt psychotic. We were like, are you sure we should be touching knives <laughs> at all? <laughs> and we're all just in the kitchen screaming like lunatics. And oh then my god! Joe has like a knife with him. Oh shit! And he's just like paring. This he's scoring the thing of the pineapple, opens it up, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then he does this hand. Mo- he does this like violent chop. Oh, like with one violent? hand, didn't 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 stabilize the pineapple. Just goes, and I was like, truly something visceral. Like like oh my god, stressed me out. I don't remember this at all. I was like, does it sound safe? It doesn't sound safe. It was not safe. It was not safe. I mean, it wasn't safe, but. That was the thrill. That was you the know thrill. What I mean? But that was the Honestly, moment. Dangerous. dangerous. It was. And then like it was the chop, chop, chop. And then all <laughs> of us, I think me, Max, Peter, were we were all like, wait, 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 let's be careful. <laughs> like we all like had a communal moment of like, hold on, wait, stop. Because especially I like mean, I feel like when you're on acid, it's like and like there could be something that dangerous that ha- that could happen. Yeah, you God, do consider oh, it deeply. Yes, I yes. mean, if that had happened, if I had cut off a finger on acid on our final day of Fire Island, <laughs> can you imagine? No, that wouldn't you, be the Way. Imagine it goes in the book. Uh, it would be a great book chapter. Look, it would have been a good, good book, but yeah. <laughs> do you guys feel this way? <laughs> I feel like it's. I'm constantly living in fear that like the times that I've done it already have like cut a hole in my brain, and I. Can't. I don't feel this way. Okay, I've done it twice. I did uh-huh. it that one time, yes. and then I did it with my brother. Oh, fun! His wife and their friend um, at my mom's house in Connecticut, <laughs> and it was like. Amazing. Great. Yeah. It was so fun. But it also was not nearly as intense as it was the on first Fire time, Island. Yes. The first time, I think was we took insane. a very, very light dose. Yeah. But then on Fire Island, it was like, I am not on Earth. No, right now. no. Yeah. You guys, I am yeah. in another place. Yes. It seems like it was a real moment that you guys yeah. had. Like the second time, I like the first time with Joe, like the floor would move. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like the sky was like screaming, screaming rainbows. I was like, this yeah, I was like, this is I've reached the astral plane. Yeah, 
I will never leave. So that time that we did it together upstate after that, was that like an ideal moment? That was one? an ideal one. And like that was one where we just like rolled around in the grass. Yeah. Studied That's leaves so and acorns. It was yeah. fun. This was the yeah. good this was the good moment. This that I don't think we've talked about this on the pod, but okay. there was a moment where it was it was the four of us and then uh Mo Fry Pasek was there and she had not imbibed. Oh boy. But she's just on that plane anyway. <laughs> so she I was like, Are you gonna be okay? Like we're all gonna be doing this LSD and she's like, Oh no, no, you'll see. You you you're coming to my level. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And I, I, which I loved. I love that. And so then we're all sitting under this tree and I had just like cried a lot. And you you guys all listened to me and that was very, that was very powerful. It was very early on. Yeah. It was like so, I, I knew during the trip that I would have like the emotional breakthrough. That's why I was excited about it. It happened like 30 minutes into it. And I was like, okay, cool. This is over. It's like the, now second, can... the second the LSD touches your tongue, it's like, <laughs> I was here trying. I go. Here I go. I was like, I think what I really need. Um, and then, then I just like sat in a hammock for an hour and that was gorgeous. Um, but so, okay, so the, my favorite part was we're sitting under this tree. I had just had this breakthrough. And then we're all like holding hands. I'm like, so this spider walks up. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. And oh, Mo, Mo Frypassic goes, okay, I just want everyone to know that the spider right there on the floor is a brown recluse. Are and you serious? I'm, I'm dead this ass. Is this is and, and, not. and she goes, she goes, that's a brown, brown recluse and it's one of the most poisonous spiders in the world. I think what we should do is thank the spider <laughs> because it's not hurting us and then we'll all walk away. Because I think we've actually had the moment here, and then we've all agreed that we actually all had the moment under the tree and that we needed to have. Fully open. Yeah, you're you're a gape. Shocked. You are gaping, and so we all literally turned to the spider, and the brown recluse thanks, allegedly, thanks and we the thanked the spider. Got up, moved, and then we had another uh, another moment somewhere else. I did look up the brown recluse later. It is not native <laughs> to that area. No, 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 no. So no. I do, th- but you know what? But also, the brown recluse is. <laughs> A recluse. It doesn't, it doesn't like, go outside. <laughs> it's like it doesn't walk out on the grass. Oh my god! It stays. It's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, but that was a gorgeous mom. It was a gorgeous mom, and we've we've had many gorgeous moms with each other. Yeah, we in have this t- in this circle. History, capital H, capital H. I mean, we all we all went to the the university. Nayu, Nayu, Nayu. Okay, this is the thing. We all went to different schools. Yeah, and it, it, there's That's so many, right. and there's a lot of rumors about where we all went. I there's know. a lot of rumors flying. A lot of rumors are flying. We have to address this. There's Iowa Debris says there's a vicious rumor going around. Oh, our guest Joe mm-hmm. Castle Baker was at ETW, the Experimental Theater Wing at Tish. At Tish, at Tish. which is uh, Joe. Uh, please address this. When I heard that <laughs> at first, I went, "Okay, I'll take this head on." Um, and. I was very flattered mm-hmm, that people course. could imagine me barefoot, you know, doing whatever they do there. Dropped yes. in. Rolling on the floor. Rolling on the floor. Screaming um, to t- screaming to get to, to, screaming to unlock the truth. Exactly. Yes. But I went to Gallatin. Gallatin. Which is the ETW of the, if yes! we, look, if we exactly. look at the studios in the Tisch school, yes. and then we map it out, bigger picture, all of the schools at NYU, oh. we could say Gallatin is the ETW. What is Cap 21? What is Cap 21? Okay, so, and I want to debunk a rumor right now. I did not go to Cap 21 despite being annoying and singing a lot and having like a big stage face. So Cap 21. I did not go to Cap 21. Famously. Musical theater. Musical theater. Lady Gaga's erstwhile studio. Gaga went there. Um, And so, okay, here's the thing. Yes, you're so right. Gallatin is ETW writ large. And explain Gallatin because not yes. everyone might okay. know. Gallatin is the school where you make up your own major. Yes. yes. But basically, here's the tea. 
if you go to Gallatin, you're studying English. Mm. It's not, <laughs> you're studying English. It's just books. You're uh-huh. writing essays and you're learning like literary theory. Damn There's it. no, like, you're not like, oh, wow, I'm really forging my own path. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. So how does it work? Are there classes in Gallatin that you can take or because you're in Gallatin, you get to kind of select classes from all the different schools? You can select classes. Like I, I took like weird graduate courses in psychology, hmm. like my last semester. Um, but, and then I was taking, like, I was in like a weird, I was in a bunch of programs where you like couldn't get in unless you were in that specific program. But Mm -hmm. like, if you write an email and say like, I go to Gallatin, they like the professor is impressed or something, which is psycho. They have to like, they just have to listen to you. They're required by law yeah, or whatever. And so it's the Gallatin School of Individualized Study and you did name your own major, right? Yeah. What what was yours? Mine was, I think mine was psychoanalysis and early modern anti-theatricality. Ooh. Oh my God. Explain what that last part means. So there was like, there was just like a lot of, there was a, like a backlash to, theater uh-huh. um and there were like people that saw theater as like feminizing men yeah um and so i looked at like marlowe and shakespeare in their i looked at their writing and i looked at ways in which they were i don't even know this is so no it's so I crazy this. like that i did this or like it was so bullshit but like i tried to look at the writing to figure out like passive ways that they were like fighting back against this like backlash so like by and it would be stupid things like oh like setting the play in venice instead mm-hmm. of in london oh. you know would be like that is a technically like a you know passive aggressive way of getting back at like something at like there. whatever societal yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, cultural yeah. force was happening in it was london. all bullshit but i thought i was oh god no edge, i don't you know? i don't think it is bullshit i, think I mean bullshit. i think like like Writ large, like, I think someone like me, who like, I was just thinking, I was thinking to myself, how could you be 18 years old and literally think, I'm going to do something that's this I'm gonna intellectual? Know. Because I, know. I, I literally was like, I was like going to school and I was like, I was in liberal studies for my first year and I was just like, yeah, I'm probably going to do broadcast journalism. Probably want to do what Ryan Seacrest does. And literally, it's like you were like, I'm actually, even though the word psychoanalyst. That's not even what I did, though, when I first Mm. went to college. Uh What was? Because I went to Purchase first. Right. Okay. And were you studying acting? Yes. I was in the conservatory there. Uh So, hello. That's a tough one. Purchase. It's a good school. What made you want to transfer? But I, well, (laughs) I dropped out of college like two weeks before my sophomore year. Wow. which Which was a crazy time. And then I had to reapply to colleges again. And I took, it was so crazy. <laughs> I was living in Flatbush. I took the ACT at a Catholic school in Flatbush. <laughs> and when I was like 19 or no. 20, <laughs> and I was surrounded by these like 16, 17 year old boys. Yeah. And it was me, this like white 19 year old hipster <laughs> taking the ACT in Flatbush, in Flatbush oh, at a Catholic boys school. Yeah, I was like, perfect. wow, cool. This is what my life is right uh-huh. now. And you were like, um, I think Gallatin. I want to go to Gallatin. <laughs> <laughs> so but, wait, then you get you got into Gallatin. So what do you have to do to get into Gallatin to like prove that you're going to be able to like. <sighs> God, I have no idea. Yeah, what it I just happened. I was just like, yeah. I am a gay, <laughs> independent mind. <laughs> and then they were like, you're in. We want it. You're we in. 
can you do something around anti-theatricality? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. We're Great. looking for someone to do something around anti-theatricality. Um, did you ever run into the person whose major was happiness? He was famous at the school. There was someone oh in God. Gallatin oh, whose no. major was there happiness. There were so many people at Gallatin who like thought that they were like, I am the quintessential Gallatin yeah. student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. look at who God knows where they are now, you yeah. know? I mean, wait, tr- truly like, but just hearing you say the person who majored in happiness was famous around campus. He was a campus celebrity. I don't know who it, that person I like was. The, I but... think the famous one was the guy who studied evil. Oh, oh. I hadn't heard about that. What, yeah. what the fuck? No, the famous, I mean, the famous Gallatin student was like fucking Ashley Olsen or Mary Kate Olsen, right? Yeah, oh, I mean, literally Rooney famous. Mara. Rooney, Rooney Mara. Mara. Ro- Miss Rooney was in Gallatin. Yeah, I think Gallatin because of the flexibility. Uh-huh. <laughs> So she could it, it could cater to her schedule exactly. Um, and also, didn't Emma Emma Hermione didn't Hermione go to Yale? No, she went to well, she went to Brown, but then she probably oh, she transferred to Brown. Oh, because again, Ms. the Ms. Watson, right, Miss yeah. Watson. Well, I don't know. I never really, I never really like. Here's the thing: saw any of the celebrities that were discussed as being there. I, I saw James Franco once, and I couldn't believe his boots. Here's oh, my I, celebrity I sighting. Imagine. Was, yeah, he's wearing some <laughs> fucked he up was, boots. Whatever. Uh, my celebrity sighting was just Malcolm Gladwell at Bobst. I was like, wow, mm. a celebrity. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like such an asshole. Yeah. I feel like I was not good at college. I was not I good don't think at any it. of us were good at college. Some if people, were, some people if are. If you were good at college, I feel like it's the same thing like if you were good in high school. In high it's school. like you yeah. peak and then it's like, that's it. Yeah. Like wow. The rest of your life is like... Um, you know, just living in the memory of that. What? What would? Yeah. What do you mean? What to the rubric of being I, good at college? I was. Um, I just wasn't a good. So I was a chemistry major, and I was. I graduated with a BA instead of a BS, and most people in the program graduated with a BS because it was like oh, they yeah. they maintained a certain GPA, they took certain classes. I was a BA because like I didn't take like I just took shitty classes, and I never went to class, and I never. I never did well in exams. Like I was just not a good mm. student. Like on a on an academic level, I was not good. I find that hard to believe, though. I find it very because you're so I, smart. But like, I truly was bad. Well, being was, so smart and then being a good student, I think is like I think so you yeah. you have the most academic potential probably of anyone I know. And so, but I understand that knowing that, which I think you do know, yeah. and also having skipped class a bunch, I get you saying you yeah, weren't good at right. college. That's what I'm th- that's like. What I'm I feel saying. like I'm not. I I don't sound smart often, but that's also because I don't ca- like I don't you care. care. I, I try. I think I I have chosen to be like a poo poo dumb comic for my whole <laughs> right, life. Same. So like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But when I was in college, I wanted to get straight A's because yeah. I thought I was gonna go to grad school. Uh-huh. So I thought I needed to like you know be really good. Was the end game for you like academia stuff? I wanted to be a, a therapist. Oh wow! Cool. Great, great. Yeah. Oh my god. When did so, that change? Well, I was like working in a research lab that it, like actually sounded it was really cool. Yeah. Like I would watch videos of married couples fighting about mm. their problems in their marriage and I would watch them talk about their problems in their marriage before this like intervention thing that we were studying yeah. and then after this program that they took. It was like a self-study course on marital counseling okay. from these couples. Cool. Yeah. It was also it also taught them like childcare. And then also we were like in the school of dentistry at NYU. So like they told like taught them like weird dental care stuff too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I would look at the fight before the intervention and then afterwards. And then I had this like rubric that I would use to decipher whether or not they've been it's an improvement or not. Oh. And so I would like turn this qualitative data into like numbers. Oh great. Um, That's interesting. That you like, would think, but then you're oh, oh my god, these 
these marriage fights are oh, yeah. so boring. Yeah, oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. That's the thing. You think it's going to be serving you, you drama. It's so juicy, but then it's like, I wish you would open up. <laughs> and then it would be like 10 minutes of silence yeah. afterwards where the guy would be like, yeah, you're right. <sighs> the, when the conflict is you don't open up, you have to imagine what you're going to watch or someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a hard time opening up. It's not like them being like, when you fucked my sister, <laughs> I was so ruined. Like, It's not that at all. And I wish for that. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Did you ever get anything fun? Oh my God, once. But I don't think I'm, I don't think you're not allowed to say. to say. I think he's allowed to say if he doesn't name them, but no, you just don't Maybe. Don't but don't there was it. one that was really, really juicy. Okay. And I was like, oh God, where are you guys? Oh wow! I but then I also think now. I think the really juicy couples are probably the ones that suffer the most. I know. know? Well, I mean, the thing I is, laugh, I think but... I think that like we forget that like <laughs> this is going to sound so <laughs> insane. Oh no! But as such dynamic people, no, we mm. have more dynamic problems. No. And when you're basic, I know. Have basic problems. I was gonna I was gonna say the exact opposite, where it's like as we get older yeah no we're not like, interesting well i'm saying we are our, our problems just flatten out across uh, everybody so. in our age group where it's like <laughs> i hope so too where it's like this is just every marital problem now mm-hmm. yeah. where every relationship problem might have a similar thing too where it's like well he, I, he wants his alone time and i which, which is yeah. like boring stuff because it's so normal i don't know well, actually, I, d- I am thankful I did it because I learned, like, really practical things mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. with, like, fighting. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And, like, the thing is, the, like, secret for all, like, marital resolution is, like, slowing things down, mm. like, to a glacial pace right. in conversation. Like, you uh. have to be – you have to take hours to – like talk about a single issue <gasps> and you have to be extremely, extremely slow. Yes. Like a podcast. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but that's no, that's brilliant. That's yeah. That's really good. So if you're listening and you're struggling, struggling, slow down, babe. Yeah. Honestly, that is because I feel like when Henry and I used to fight, like it was when we would have arguments, it kind of was like, Whoa! How did we get here so fast? Yeah, and I think and it's it, breathless. It's and because it's like, you want to yeah. be like you want to be like. But then what about this? But what about yeah. this? Like, yeah, you just bring yeah, up yeah. so many things that you're like you don't even remember anymore because you can mention something where like you the other person fucked up. Yes, but then you're focusing on that. But then they're focusing on the thing that you know you fucked up at. So yeah. each of them thinks like they're a victim, mm. and they might be right. Yeah, but if you're gonna you know think that way, then you're not gonna do anything. You know, nothing's gonna happen. I feel there's also always an instinct in any kind of argument. To win the argument. And so I would find that uh, sometimes, like when I would have uh, tough discussions, really with anyone, we'll say relationships, but it'll be clear to me that I've done something wrong, but I've already begun this game of trying to prove that I'm right or that I didn't do something wrong or that actually you did something wrong and and that's the reason why I did this and it becomes this thing of like, whoa, slowing it down would make you ask yourself like, why am I being so defensive? Why can't I just own up to what I've And it's not even that hard to just drop it. Not to drop it completely but to like, just to like release that and just be like, okay, actually, let me just take a minute to like recalibrate and Mm -hmm. just like get on your level. Do you yeah. think that conflict is important in a relationship? Oh, it's not whether or not it's important. It's like it's gonna happen. Yeah, you're it's right. Like, it's not like I mean, I would say if you don't have any conflict, you're lying. Yeah, like you clearly have conflict, yeah. but you're like mm-hmm. you're just ignoring it, or you are like in denial. Yeah, 
Damn. Yeah. Henry used to say that. I was like, I don't like fighting. And he'd be like, well, it's important that we sometimes have arguments because we have to get to the, the root of what's going on. And I was yeah. like, well, I don't like it. Yeah. But that's. But you have to. You have to fucking. You have to fight. Yeah. Own up to things. When Peter and I first started dating, we. And Peter's my boyfriend. Yeah. He's we. We love. I love Peter, too. We you better. Fight. I know, right? Let me tell you something. Like, it's rule of culture. Secret, my secret is I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> it's rule of culture number 19. You better, better love, love your boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> um, but we would fight. Like, we we would really? get into... Well, I think it was also kind of like... Uh, we're both, like, fiery. We both have, like, strong opinions. Yes. What is your astrological sign? I'm a Capricorn, so I'm stubborn, apparently. Mm, no. Henry was a Capricorn. Yeah. Henry is a Capricorn. He's still with us. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> what, what, and what element is that? It Earth. is Earth. And Earth. Peter is? He's a Virgo. Which is? I don't know. I, whatever. You don't Fire? care about this. Fire? Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Continue let's... what you were saying. <laughs> but we would we would actually fight more like when we first started dating than we do now. We had like, we would have, mm. because we would be like, and it wouldn't be fights. It would be like, you can't say that to me or like you oh, can't speak to me that way that's great because you we would like or like little things that would be like rules that we would set for each other and then like i think because we just like listened now we don't really fight i, yeah. I guess i don't know it, it's kind of I, I think it's kind of rare to see that or maybe maybe not i don't know but you're setting up if you're if you're doing it early on it what's nice is that it might just set up like a model for what this looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that it's like, well, nothing's going to be as bad as that, but it's also you, you're, you understand. Well, we were like getting to know each other. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was like, and so wait, yeah. do you like, you don't have to get too into detail about what those early fights were about, but if it was something like, you can't say that to me, he would like, say like jokingly things like, Oh, you're such an idiot or something. And I'd be like, you can't say that. I love And that. if somebody if somebody heard you say that, and this is so horrible. If Peter hears this, he's gonna be like, People are gonna think I'm a fucking No, 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 no. Really, no, really, no. really sweet. He's the best. He's really, really, really a good person. Yeah. And this was just something, you know, like sometimes you'll say to a friend, like, Oh, you're such an idiot or a something. A goofy thing. But to me, yes. I was like, You can't do that to That's me. That's not something. Because if somebody yeah. and I think I was really clear, I was like, if somebody heard you say that, yeah. It would be embarrassing to right, you. Right, of course. Yeah, that's the best way to frame it is like it comes at a cost to you yeah. to do what you're doing. And like the best, simplest way to just catch mm-hmm. all everything is just to be like, you're embarrassing yourself. Exactly, yeah. Ooh, gusha. gusha. I know, that is strong. <laughs> Chills. Chills. It gave me a chill when you said that. And you looked in my <laughs> eyes and you did You did the- I did the gesticulation. You did the gesticulation and it, it made me shake. It made me shake. <laughs> it in fact made me shake. That's like my favorite thing when what? I'm able to do that. <laughs> When I'm able to, like, I remember this one time when I was in acting school, I had, I said this, we had this, like, final moment my freshman year where we were all sat around in a circle and we said things to each other. Yeah, I love that. Was like, I wish that was life. I yeah. wish that was just circles and talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. But we said, I said this one thing to this guy and he was like, I don't, oh, God, I can't believe this is what I, this is what the conversation was. It. It's so cringy. <laughs> but he was like, Joe, I just, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't think I've ever moved you. <gasps> and then I looked at him and I said, this was a lie, but I just said it. I was like, I don't know when I'm not moved by you. This was in class? This was in class. Ah, and then the teacher. That, the, no, no, you did go to ETW, bitch. But then the teacher was like, stop. Everyone stop. Did you just feel that? Oh. The 
air changed in the no! room. <laughs> this and is the most NYU that. thing I've ever heard. It's purchase. Oh, that was purchase. That was purchase. Come on, purchase. Make that purchase. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> purchase Woof. that's so good i know it was probably Honestly, the peak moment it's of my cr- life here's yes. the thing though like p- sometimes people like okay so in being involved in comedy now i think that a lot of people look at that and i think maybe it's like a more a projection thing but they say they're all scared of being vulnerable you know what i mean like it's oh, this thing, like this thing of like you never want to be real yeah. but it's like and it makes me say, like, I also don't think that's true because I think one yeah. of the most vulnerable things you can do is get up on stage and, like, expose sense of humor. And also, all we fucking do is be earnest on fucking shit like this. Where exactly. We're like, whatever. Yeah. I also think it's it, there's been a shift, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah. But also, even queer, if you but... are, like, you know, lying or putting up a front, like, that's still a part of who you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, creating yeah. that. That's, yeah. like, a pr- that's a part of you. Yes. Yeah. It might not be the most, like, vulnerable, weak, you know, part yeah. of you, but it's something that you believe in. Exactly. As a, like this is what I want to put as like my identity in uh-huh. this moment. Yes. Yeah, and that's you're not, like just because you're not crying. Something. Yeah, doesn't mean that you're not vulnerable. But right. I th- I, that's and I think like some people who would have that criticism about comedy would think they'd be moved by something like what you just described. Yeah. But we're now able to sit here and unpack the fact and that laugh. it was like, you didn't even really mean it when no. you said that. And yet this man was like, the energy in the room <laughs> changed. And you're kind of sitting there probably in the back of your mind being like, whoa, that's crazy that they're re- receiving it I this know. way because it uh, wasn't genuine. I mean, I, I, yeah, it wasn't genuine. I mean, it was, it was just me wanting to be, like to have gravitas. Like in the yeah. moment, mm-hmm. I just wanted to make the choice that felt like I was in like in some kind of moody yeah. thing which is what I don't know a lot of acting schools like that totally. it's just like a, a diff, you're kind of like brainwashing yourself oh, 100%. it's acting school mixed with that particular time I think because what was this like yes. 2008 it was 2009 yeah 2009 like the eight like just remember this at least for me like what felt peak culture at that time for me was like fucking Animal Collective, Sufjan, so yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, like, wow, stars, yeah. um, you know, fucking Connor Oberst. Like, that was like, it was this whole framework of like being so emotionally mm-hmm. tortured that yes. was like cool. I think that's being 19. I really I do, do. Yeah, think I, so. That I, sure. I agree. I think part of it is like that age. Totally. I'm not saying that's yeah. That, that was like specifically my. People little... are going through that literally right now. I think they're of trying course. so yeah. hard to be um, poignant. Yeah. And I think like also trying so hard to prove your talent. Totally. And also, yeah. and I was actually just sitting here thinking about it. And in an acting school, if you actually were able to project that feeling of it being moving, you did perform that. Yes. And if it was successful for those people, slay bitch, you acted. If the yeah. air shifted. <laughs> yeah, like the, I did it, you know? Yeah. yeah. You but you, you like, won the award in that one. I guess, yeah. I mean, it, but it is so strange, like the things that they teach you in acting school as like, because in when you, when, I mean, at least now that I'm a comedian, I feel like part of why I like comedy more than acting is that like, you have like a little bit of distance, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like good. Yeah, totally. You have like a little. I mean, and then there might be some people who are like, "Why would you want distance? Don't you want truth or something?" I and mean, it's like, not I, fake truth. Yeah, or like it I depends don't know. on the medium. Like for, I guess for like whatever for stand-ups, If this is such a lazy way to box, like just compartmentalize this, but like for stand-ups, like that is what they're seeking is truth or an observation for. If you're doing like a Gordon or if you're doing like 
a character or if you're writing a sketch that's like it's something that is somewhat removed from mm-hmm. what you're trying to say. It's being right. couched in something else. I don't know. That's that's like not exactly an accurate thing. I feel that this whole thing of like people who are like people who are critical of comedy, it's insecurity. Mm. It's it's them just being like unable to um understand how to be funny purposefully. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, and it's I that's what I think. I mean Whenever I experienced like ex- trying to do comedy with actors at school, like for example, like we were in Pop Roulette, like which was our sketch group, mm-hmm. and that was like half people who had just done straight up acting, right. and half people, and like me and Sudi and you who had been in the comedy groups and had no experience really on stage. And the fusion of that was very interesting because when you ask someone who has just purely been an actor to do comedy, the insecurity that comes out is so uh like profound yeah. like and it's it's yeah. so it's such fear and they it's incredible to watch someone who's been deeply trained in like shakespearean classical yeah. acting be Something. scared about landing a joke yeah. and feel the pressure that comes with like being compelling on stage in this way and it's like i'm of two minds about it it's like mm. a how could you have been through all? Of, what a waste to mm-hmm. have gone through all of this years of an expensive training, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. feel self conscious when you get on stage with certain material. And I'm not saying self consciousness ever really goes away, but it's like sure. you should feel comfortable performing text, no matter what it is. You should right. like not have to think too hard about like f- timing a fart cue exactly. With your face. Like you know, yeah. Like, and then at the same time, by the same token, I also think that kind of means like acting training is not necessarily at all the only way to become good at that. Yeah. Well, I, think I think it all works. Like really it's really old different. fashioned. Yes, it's really it old is. fashioned. Yeah. It's like so out of touch with like the experience of actually trying to act mm-hmm. in the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like me being able to cry when I'm upstage, right? Because that is like the most vulnerable location on the stage floor for me mm-hmm. is like <laughs> the last possible thing that I should be spending four months trying to do. Yeah, wow. like yeah. I should be learning how to fucking wait tables. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh or my like, God. I don't know. I mean, and I'm sure that's like a cliche thing to hear. Like, I'm sure everybody who's an actor knows that now or whatever. But it is. It does feel kind of like acting training programs are kind of like huckster. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, well, yeah. I think the people that make decisions about how those schools are run don't necessarily super care if everyone in that studio um, is successful in the industry because I think that literally, like, like with something like experimental theater, they, yeah. they, they can't. They, at, some people do four years at that studio right. and they've never acted once on camera. And then they have a problem getting an agent or they have a problem yeah. doing a commercial audition or even understanding how to behave on camera. And it's like, how could you have gone through a four-year program oh my God, I and know. then try, expect... Is that ever promised, though, you think? like What I, do you mean? Like, the people who run these programs, yeah. they're, they're not advertising this as a thing of like, well, by the time you yeah. get out, you you'll be, be successful. Yeah, and I right. think no, also it's like, not. It's right. not. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, when we were at NYU, like, there was that huge, like, performance art boom, like, mm-hmm. with Marina Abramovich yeah, and all that. So, like, right everyone that. who was at the experimental theater wing was like, I don't need to be on SVU. I can be right. I'm an artist. Marina Abramovich. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, I guess you could. You're I mean, also like, making that decision to try to be, quote, unquote, Marina Abramovich at 18. I know. And it's, you will feel, and I just think if we were all being, like, if we're all actually looking at this, like, 
trying to have a career, which if you're going to a, uh, a, a, a university that costs upwards of, let's let, let's take NYU out of it, that costs upwards of 150K at when all is said and done, which yeah. is what these things cost, you should try to be professional, professionally prepared. Sure. Yeah. And I don't think that doing four unless you're extremely in an extremely privileged situation mm -hmm. doing four years of pure just only 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 theatrical training and expecting to make that a professional career i think it would be it would be better for everyone if we just gave a more well-rounded mm -hmm. thing like everyone that goes to acting school should have an on-camera class at least a class yeah. yeah just like experience what it's like to try to uh, replicate the professional experience just for right. a little while. Yeah. Because it makes me sad to know that, like, I mean, come on. Almost everyone we went to school with. Yeah. I'm going to say 80% of the people aren't doing it anymore. I know. Or it's like, sad. If, 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 even, like, a business off. class. Like, right. a business class yeah. so you could learn, like, like self-promotion. Right. And like mm -hmm. Branding. Branding. Whatever. You know, like, those things are really practical things that... Every utilize now. No, yeah. but it's that thing. Sorry to like relate it back to this, but like that BuzzFeed article about burnout. Mm -hmm. about Did you read this? Was this the one? Was it BuzzFeed? It was BuzzFeed, it was BuzzFeed News. News. It was like this huge thing about how, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how millennials are the burnout generation. Yeah. Like, and it's because. So here's the thing. It's like you're what you're expressing is like it's a shame that a program doesn't prepare you in a fully holistic professional way once you're in the industry like mm -hmm. is that also i don't know this sounds so obnoxious but just like go with me like is this also that thing where it's like our generation is a product of this mentality of well our parents were promised a great life and retirement if they as long as they got a good education went to college went to vocational school whatever mm -hmm. um so if you do if you do a then you will get outcome b and that is a good outcome and so that what they passed down to us was, well, if you take piano lessons, if you go to like mm. tennis camp, mm -hmm. if you if you go to SAT prep and get into a good college, then you will be set for life. And that is not true. Mm -hmm. That yeah. will, or that promise was broken on our our generation. Yeah. And so it's is it that same thing where it's like, um, you well, if you come to Tish and if it's one of the it's and you and you're in one of the best acting programs in the country in the world, um then like you should be a working actor by the time you come mm -hmm. out. Like that is also a false promise. Right. Yeah. Well, with any artistic endeavor. Totally. Totally. Nothing is ever promised. But, it's like, but our generation is used to this idea of if I do this, then I will get that, which is not yeah, always not true. true. Yeah. And also like your trajectory changes so dramatically, like whether you like it or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so to be so pigeonholed so early is such a, it can be such a disaster mm -hmm. down the line. Yeah. And I mean, people usually, you know, are adaptive and figure it out, you know, you know, they do whatever they need to do to like make a life for themselves, I think. But like, it is so crazy that like, that you can have such a, such a like heavy decision mm -hmm. be forced on you at such a young age. Yeah. And that's, I guess, like when re in reading this article, it's like, it's so sad to me that we are still in this kind of like situation where at 18 you make a decision about where you're going to go to yeah. school and spend this exorbitant amount of money and like make this kind of career decision. I mean, the majority of people I know, and I'm not even, I'm taking this even out of people that pursued acting, like went to school and didn't even know the many different kinds of careers they could have. Yeah. How are they going to go at 18 years old when they're not even a fully formed person and decide I'm going to spend this insane amount of money yeah. to 
make a decision about my career. I mean, I mean, I knew I grew up with a girl who she went to Towson University, also not cheap, to go be because she liked the area and liked the school to be um, uh, an elementary school teacher. And then when she graduated, she had a breakdown because she didn't want to do that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know about you guys, but where I'm from, it's like there were so many teachers and it's such an easy thing to say that you want to become because yeah. you haven't figured it out. You don't figure it out in high yeah. school. So you say you're going to do this and thing. Pe- people nod and smile. They're like, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And they say, and the guidance counselors, no shade, but they say, I can make that work. That's easy for me. I've done it before. Yeah. yeah. And they send you off. And it's like incredibly hard to get a job in that field. Yeah. And also that is just because you see that so many times because you went to a school. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean the reality that, is so different. Yes. It's yeah. so different. And it doesn't mean you're going to be good at that. Yeah. And I think I'm sorry, but I, I went, I went to public school. I think there's a lot of, Bad teachers. I, I, I mean, yeah. there's, I had a lot of great teachers, but I had a, also had a lot of teachers who were right out of college, clearly, and just put notes on the board and sat and drank their coffee while we copied shit down. Yeah, and I think it's all kind of cyclical and sad, and I, it's it 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 comes from us being forced to make these big decisions so early. Mm. I just think we need to really re-examine the whole thing of like shipping kids off to school to make this right. big decision and spend the kind of money that we're spending. Well, like a lot of people are like, well, that's why in Europe they yeah, have right. a better, like, <laughs> like people go to vocational school and all that. Yeah. And I think the reality is like you can make, uh, we can make a bunch of different changes, but like it's a symptom of life to be like 30 years old and be like, what the fuck totally, have I been doing? Totally, yeah. totally. Like no matter what you do, and so, like, it would be nice if we had more options than, like, here you go. You're about to, like, stomach a $200,000 debt. Yeah. Like, God. you know, and it's just kind of, like, it just sucks yeah. a little bit. What did Peter major in? in he college? studied history. He and studied, like, German so history. so funny. German history? Yeah. Or oh he God. studied history in general, but, like, he focused on, like, German that's history. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I he, love that. It's funny because, like, he loves history and knows a lot of history. He and does. And I, like, do not give a shit about history. <laughs> but when you have a crush on Joe's boyfriend and you have to stop. No. It's okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's okay. When I was tripping on acid, <laughs> I kept looking at Peter and Joe and I was like, beautiful. These are the two most beautiful. Like inside and out, most beautiful people. Meanwhile, we're like our eye, our irises are like gigantic, <laughs> and we're like sweating. I'm, like, look, I'm looking back on our photos that we. T- I'm looking back at the photos that we took during the trip, and I'm like, we all look insane. We look insane. <laughs> no, but you guys actually took that one really good picture on the beach. Oh yeah, that was actually that like was it, such a beautiful. It literally photo. made me say. But like, what was? Remember that moment? Okay, wait, we just have yeah, to. Just yeah. friends on the beach. That's the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to walk through this moment with Joe. Mm. We this was like on the downswing of the yep. of the. Okay, well, first we start we start the trip yep. on the beach during yeah. the day. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was full on psychotic episode for each of us. For each yeah. of us, just like what? And then we go back into Oof. the house and we hang out in the pool, which was then, also harrowing. Also harrowing. But then the sun starts to set, and we're like, "Let's Heroin. go to the beach and look at this at the nature." And so we go, we walk out to the beach, and at this point, the cloud—it was a cloudy day. Most beautiful thing in the world. Most it beautiful apocalyptic thing, yes. where it was high tide, mm. and they had literally moved a house. <laughs> right? Oh my god! Inland, wow. like yeah, a hundred feet well, inland. Yeah, because like at the beginning of the day when we were on the beach. This house was like on these beams and these weird scaffold. This weird scaffolding was around it. And we were like, "Oh, they're, they're doing something to the house. That's funny." Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we were like, we set our towels down in front of it. And then by the time we come, we went back in the afternoon, mm-hmm. it had moved, moved like 50 yards, 50 yards. And we were, our, our minds were blown. We were like, Oh my God, nothing is real. Yeah. Like this house just oh literally moved. And yeah. then we're screaming. So and then we go, we go to low T. We watch the sunset on the other side of the Island. Yeah. Um, and then we walk back. And do you remember the swan? No. Was, <laughs> Sorry, Joe. I'm showing, I will show you a picture. Wait, what I, need, swan? You took a picture I, of a swan? I took a picture of us. Joe, do you remember this? The sun was setting. It was like a blue. It was blues and purples everywhere. Yeah. And then we walked back to the house, and there was just a single swan floating in the water by the boats. And all of us, you included. Oh, I remember that now. We're <laughs> screaming, freaking out. But then immediately afterwards, we also saw a, a mother cat with her whole litter. Remember? Yes! Oh, yes, I we remember. We were like being bombarded by nature. Wait, this is oh the swan. God. Do you remember this swan? <laughs> it's literally a bird. It's just a bird it's in the water. Swan. It's nothing. It is like, Wait, let me it's, see it's that. Swan, like, and then we were all screaming like, oh my God, look. We were like, oh my Bitch, God. That, that, that is not is a swan. the most basic that, picture of a bird I've ever seen. That's but a I fucking can totally goose, believe. It's a goose and it's <laughs> kind of far away. It it's was like not even like right there. It's not a swan. It's a Fucking goose it and it, it, it's a fine, normal. Fine, it's a goose, but all of we'll us will post the picture of this fucking <laughs> it goose. It is a normal goose. <laughs> all of us believed it to be a swan. You, I swear to God, Joe. I guarantee I know I'm who so started sorry. this conversation. You know, fucking Henry Kapersky. No, that gorgeous swan. <laughs> no, no, he no, claims no. to have seen a peacock on his first acid trip. A peacock <laughs> no. in New York City. No, guarantee it was a fucking rat. It was me, Joe, Max, <laughs> I guarantee. Max, Peter, Henry, Joel, Kim Booster. All of us just like. Freaking, sc- pointing, screaming! Our minds are being blown by this swan in the water. Fine, it was a goose, but to us, it was a. It swan. was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> but maybe it's actually, a beautiful goose. It's just it not now. a swan. It might, be, it might have been another like freshman year circle acting moment of me yeah. putting it on. Honestly, yeah. Fuck. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases 
and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details hey i'm matt rogers from las culturistas and i'm bowen yang did you know small businesses make up 99.9 percent of all businesses in the u.s the world is powerful by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Do we still do We still do this, don't we? Still what? do what? This freshman year performance, performing I the self. I think we do. Um, yeah, because sometimes, yeah. you know, you just got to have a little gravitas. Ugh. That's yeah, fine. We I we do we do it all the fucking time on this. Yeah. On this? We like fake gravitas where we just like push lean ourselves. We lean into like, well, we have to serve this idea of what people think of, you know, I don't know. Is is that crazy? Um No, I mean, it's, sometimes I'm like, well, I better say something Oh, good. insightful yeah, okay. or good, yeah, 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 yeah. you know. Well, I like, don't know. I don't I, I feel like I don't ever pressure myself to say something good and insightful because I don't think that's why people come to this store. No, but people often like people often love comedy. Like I feel like this is a very old fashioned comedy thing where it'd be like da, 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 laughing, laughing, and then like the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, an yeah. anchor. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, like suddenly, an anchor. It's like the tr- like that stupid thing about like a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. Yeah. Oh, that's true. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, if you wow, really wow, think wow, about wow, it. Wow. Yeah. But then like, what if the medicine is like something that's wrong? Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Or like you're saying something that's stupid or like a hundred. God. What Did if you see the happens? I didn't know. I would say don't go. Really? Okay. I, I love M Blunt. I fucking live for M Blunt. Yeah. But here's the love tea. Love B Wishaw. Yeah. I oh. love B Wishaw. I love B Wishaw too. B Wishaw actually is a, a crush I have. Mm. And he, oh he actually has, he has a really good moment in the movie where his character kind of has like a, a little bit of a breakdown. Mm. Um, and, it, and it was really good acting. And so, I was like, did it come out at the closet? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would watch ben it. Ben Wishaw, congratulations on your it. Golden Globe. Congrats. Did he get a Golden Globe? Um, he just I won for uh, a very British scandal. Yes. Very English scandal. A very English scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh. he, mm-hmm. I, I would say, don't go see Mary Poppins 
I, I'm, I've been calling it Mary Poppins Revenge. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't go see Mary Poppins Revenge because the first 20 minutes are like, yay, we're in the world. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's like a whole middle hour section, which is like, holy shit. Is it like, that this is when they're in, they're in the bowl? Like what happens during Mary Poppins? Yeah, the like, first one. That's, that's the question. That's the big question. And you know what? No one knows. knows. No one remembers? Because you remember her floating in on the umbrella. Yeah. We, she gets there to the house. There's these kids. There's a chimney sweep. There's a mirror gag. There's very there's a mirror gag. Yeah. There's very little conflict. I would no, and, yeah. and the first there's a lot of conflict in this, but it's kind of like dry. And and so it's literally British, what happened it's is British, it's, it's the first the, the whole middle hour, the all of Act Two is like, oh my God. And so I literally got up and went to the bathroom, like checked my phone, came back, it was the end of Meryl's part. I completely missed <laughs> Meryl. Oh, God. And then the last 30 minutes gets good. Like mm. and I actually was crying. There's the whole this whole thing with balloons and picking a balloon and flying in the air, oh, and finding your inner child. And I was like, "This I get." Okay, I can right. get on board with I that. Board and I am that. a crier. I cry frequently at films. Mm. Me too. I love to cry during a movie. Never because then I'm because then I'm like, there it is, my humanity. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's so great this to remember that you have a soul. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this is why I come to the movies. Yep. That's why I go to that store. I never fucking cry. And I think, I think I'm dead inside because I think I've done acid too many times. Twice, <laughs> I think twice. that you, it's, it's this thing. This is so funny. When you're obsessing about it, it'll become true. So don't obsess about it. Oh, you've done acid twice. Yeah, you did which it two is, times. Which Our parents' generation times. did acid daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, you're right. You're we right. have friends that have done it approximately 900 times in, a yeah. one, in one year. It's like, you're fine. It's yeah. just Henry. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he is the better for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and we love that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, wait, we have we to have ask, the, ask question. Joe the question yeah, to yeah, Joe. We, and you know, it's been floating around, but we must ask the question now. We must ask the question. Mm. You, I've been asking lately. You ask. Okay, so this is the question <laughs> that we ask every single guest. I see, yeah. And we, we ask the, the guest, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? This is the defining pop culture in your young life that you can look back and say, yeah. oh, that's kind of why I am I the way like, I am. thinking about this because I was like, there's like a few different answers. I and you can give, give them give all. Give them all. I think... One of them was when I saw Blue Man Group. <laughs> oh, fabulous. I love this. Because I remember watching Blue Man Group like as a boy. And there was a moment where they took out these toilet paper guns. Oh, yeah. And they shot that audience with toilet paper. <laughs> yes. And they kept going. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, this is possible? Yeah. We can do this? Yeah, this is and, it, and it's the most mainstream thing. I know. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, this is out there. Yeah. No, it, that is ETW. <laughs> that is ETW. <laughs> it it's is. crazy how it is mainstream, it's though, so because commercial. everything about it screams that it's not. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's so unusual. It's so unusual. It's so avant-garde out <laughs> there. It's cutting edge. <laughs> I've seen it twice. I've seen it at Astor Place, and I've seen it in... Universal Orlando. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I oh love God. that you selected to see it in Universal Orlando. I, this is like years selected. ago and it was like it was like part of the part of the hotel deal we got was like, and you can see Blue Man Group. There's a huge theater there that does oh Blue Man God. Group. Wow. So you have to imagine like Florida, Florida, Blue Man Group. Florida, they, Blue Man they, Group. They, across the country and probably across the I would imagine it's international. Yeah, it is international. They are selling out shows all the time. Oh, it's in one China? of the most successful oh, yeah, yeah. shows. In China, forget it. People fucking flip I'm for Blue sure. Man Group. Maybe sure. there's something like primordial in each of us that is a blue man. <laughs> there is a blue man in all of us. Did you ever think of like auditioning to be a blue man? I think you'd be it, a great it blue man. It might have crossed my one. mind. It might have crossed my mind, but I think I'm too tall. I think they all, don't they always have like a tall they one? They're all very be. tall. You know, you know, Maybe do you know Branson right. Reese? 
Yeah. Okay. Was so, he a blue man? No, he auditioned to be a blue man, and I think he you would perfect. think of him as a perfect blue man, but they told him that his he was too expressive. Because you have to think, like, if you do really anything a lot with your face, like it's going to really explode off stage. And oh because of the way, God. the nature of that makeup, like you could just literally look to the side and it reads to the whole audience. Uh, oh my they God, told Branson right. Reese he was too expressive to be a blue man. His eyes I'm are just too like big. imagining now like the gay man in charge of all of the artistic choices of yeah. blue man group who's like, yeah, you, no, not you. Yeah, <gasps> that's a blue man. No, no, not you. We that's need that reality blue, show. That's a blue man right there. That's a blue man. That's a quintessential blue man. We need blue, blue man. We need like an American Idol for blue man group, and the judges are Nicole Scherzinger. Yes. Um, and three others. Santino too. Santino. Santino Rice. Merle Ginsburg. Yes. And, and Rue. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> that's it. Yes. Two judges from The Masked Singer yeah, and two yeah. judges from. From RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Okay. And you know what? Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox. She, she should host. She should host. Yes. And David Arquette. And David Arquette. Try, yeah. It should be a parent trap thing where we try to get them back together. Back together. Yes. <laughs> Will they, won't they? Um, okay. Is there, besides the toilet paper. Yes, the toilet paper. And then this was another one I thought, like, this is so stupid, but I have this, like, memory. I think I was probably an infant. It's, like, the first memory ever. I have in my mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. it might be like a screen memory well it is a screen memory but it's like <gasps> I have like this print in my mind of like me on the floor looking at a vase <gasps> and I'm like I'm looking at this and I am like oh wow that is so beautiful oh my god and I'm tiny 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 because I'm looking up at a vase from uh-huh. the floor <sighs> and it's like it has like a, it's like a silhouette kind of because the sun is like going past it but I just remember looking at the image of this and being like wow that is so beautiful and it was the first time I've ever been like wow looked at like the the, you the, the beauty of something yeah you, you appreciate the aesthetic of something this vase. Yeah. <gasps> a backlit vase that's that we've never had something like this I mean the combination of a backlit vase and, and blue, blue man, man group, group. <laughs> and that's that's Gallatin <laughs> that's Gallatin babe that's the Gallatin school of individualized study <laughs> that's why yeah that's me. That's you, baby. That's me. Talk. Okay. Can we all go around the table? I've been thinking about this. Okay. I love that Would already. Would you just call this a screen memory? Yeah. Is this a common thing? I don't know it's about It's like this. a psychoanalytic idea. Okay. So it's like, the it's like a, a, a well, usually it's like related to trauma, <laughs> but. Fine. Okay. I, I literally have one of those. <laughs> but it is a, it's a, a visual memory that is preserved as like a single image in your mind that holds like a lot of psychic content to it. But like. Whoa! Does it matter where? Does it matter if there's not that much action going on? Like, well, mm-hmm. you, like for you, it's you looking at this face. Yeah, and like that is that's, that's pretty static. Yeah, like, that's great because mine is something similar where I'm just sitting on the kitchen floor. I'm like four years old, and I'm playing with something, but I'm looking down. This is insane. This sounds insane. It, it just sounds so abstract, and like who cares? But no, like, I'm it's with just you. me mm. looking at the door to our basement, and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing. There's no other detail, but it's so livid. Uh, yes. Not livid, lucid. Vivid. Yeah, vivid. vivid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivid. Luc- livid means lucid and vivid. That's right? exactly It's a rule right. of culture. <laughs> it's rule of culture number 99. Yes. Livid, livid means, means lucid and vivid. vivid. That's what that word it doesn't means. doesn't mean angry. It no, means... no, 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 no. Okay. So that's mine. What's yours? Okay, so my parents really never fought. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're, and I don't want to like say this and qualify them to all the listeners as parents who fought or had this kind of relationship. But one time, I think I was literally like three years old. Yeah. I remember sitting in my living room on the ground and my parents were having an argument. Mm. And my mother, Katrina, 
Rogers, who uh-huh. is not like she is not a uh, she doesn't fight. She flipped our our kitchen table. Wow. She took that kitchen table and went boof. And it was like, I've never seen anything like it. And I just remember looking at it and I'll never forget it. That's and literally, trauma. Trauma. my mother has never done anything like that in the 25 years I since I remember this happening. But I think it is like a trauma recollection. Yeah, it is Because it was watching something happen that was so out of the ordinary and I will never forget it. And I'm not even kidding. Nothing has ever happened like that ever since. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Like the threshold for trauma when yeah. you're a kid. Yeah. And I'm, I was truly a toddler. Yeah. And I remember it's it's imprinted. Yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of parental fighting. Yeah, yeah, I have like one that. of those too. Yeah, but I just remembered I was traumatized once because I was in <laughs> one time line. I was traumatized. So I was in line at a Wetzel's Pretzels. Whoa. I was probably five. Yeah, uh-huh. I was very, very, very young, and there was this girl who was wearing like a spaghetti strap, like black top, and she had like a lot of eyeliner on, and she was you know a teen. Yeah, and I was looking at her, and she was with these two boys, and. She reaches into her like bra and she pulls out a cigarette. And it was she had this look on her face of like pure mischief and like oh wrongdoing. And I remember looking at this and being like, I'm alone now. What? Watching this evil thing happen. And I am so wow. scarred by like the human like the this yeah, side of humanity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like watching this person do this wrong act. Oh. And I, I was wow. so like it was so, I mean, like, you know, it was nothing. But at the time, I was so affected by You were by scandalized. This. I was so scandalized. Wow. It was really, it really. If you were to eternal yeah. sunshine yourself, like, you, or no, what happens in the movie is that he, like, does, he hides her in his childhood memories, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I think oh, it's is something that right? like And that. so it's, like, him being bathed in the sink by his mom. I feel like that is, like, something yeah. where if you were to go back and, like, erase stuff, yeah. or if you were to couch let's say you were to get Eternal Sunshine, like one of your exes, like you would hide that person in that memory of st- of, the, of the Wetzel's pretzels. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just... This this girl looked <laughs> just like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> pure mischief and wrongdoing. That's why we remember. Pure mischief. <laughs> That's why I remember because she was a star. <laughs> it was Avril. I feel like it might have been. It's I, like the, 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 you know, the timeline adds up. <laughs> totally. I, she would have been roughly 30. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She she is like fifty years old now, which I love. Which yeah, we love. She's an older woman. <laughs> fifty, of course, being 50. older. <laughs> um, wow. Do you seek out? When's the last time you saw Blue Man? Honestly, because you could go at any time. I could go. I walk by that. You know, the Astor Place. Yes, that's the shitty place to see it, though. I'm sorry, no shade. But if you're gonna go, you gotta go to Orlando. Stop it, mm. Matt. Is for people listening, for people who work there who listen. <laughs> Matt is lying. It's a bit. It's I'm the, kidding. It's just a smaller th- space. And I like to enjoy my my content with a large number of people. Exactly. And if you are in Blue Man and you are listening, reach out to me. Maybe a couple comp tickets. You know, <gasps> yeah, I, could, of course. I could get on board with that. I also can see you doing it like once a week. Like I don't I don't want like my side gig. I don't yeah, want yeah, it to yeah. take up a lot of your time because I want you to be, of course, pursuing the comedy. And but, what if but, I did this but for, once just a week, for kicks. Yeah, just yeah, like just once a week. Kicks, like, I think it's probably easy to pick up. Although here's the thing. With those I balls they throw so. in each other's mouths and shit, what's the, the deal? All the paint, the paint and the drumming. Right. And, uh, yes. What's the deal? Are they is there a trick going on or are they really catching these balls in their mouth every time without fail? They have I forgot to. about that. That's sicko to me. They have mouth eye coordination. 
That I, was actually now that I remember that now, but there was also a sexual component. I think to this I'm whole gonna thing. say like they're all pro- they're they're probably good at fucking. Are you sure? I think all every blue man. Are is you good sure? At sex. <laughs> Before you say that, are you? I sure? I want you to be sure. I'm 100 percent sure. <laughs> oh my god, they have I to be good. So. You know what? Yeah, you're right. They're good at bodies. I wonder how many of the blue men are gay. I wonder if a blue man would be gay for me. <laughs> I bet. I, I mean, bet, honestly, I you, you're expressing a lot of interest. I feel like that's so interesting that, like, when we talk about people who are good at sex, like, uh, in just judging by the thing they do that's not sex. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're like, like, I bet they could fuck. Like, I, da- I bet that dancer is a good, has yeah, good sex. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. you have, I don't know. Yeah, you have no concept. Yeah. Right, uh, some right. One time, I've, I've spoken about this once. Sudi tried to, like, set me up with one of her friends, and I, I told her, I was like, I just can't picture having sex with them. And she said to me something that always stayed with me. And what she did was she like, say? She was like, well, you know, Matt, everyone has sex. And I was like, huh, that's true. Is it? Well, it's well, not true. well it's not true. there's a, there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a populace that is asexual, but like if someone's expressing a sexual interest, that means they have a sexual interest and they have sex. Mm. So not being able to picture someone fucking, you'd be shocked because they probably fuck. Oh but God. You're saying you can't, were you saying you couldn't picture them fucking anybody? I, I just was like, I couldn't see them in a sexual way. And or, she was like, well, they are a sexual being. But you can see them having sex But that sex doesn't with turn you, you on. Yeah. There's a right, difference. Of course. Right. Like me imagining my parents having sex doesn't turn me on. Right. But I know what happened. Yeah, it ha- it's probably happened a couple times. Oh, it doesn't God, mean that you yeah. date your parents. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm gonna send them a flirty DM. <laughs> Sorry. My sister one time. My sister one time was home and she said that she found condoms in my parents' bathroom, oh and I was like, God. "Why did you tell me that?" Oh my God, that is so insane. I found Psycho. yeah, like when I found a condom in my brother's room, Ugh. I was like. Another, you know, another trauma. It's, it, that it's, was a trauma. That was a trauma. I found I found condoms in my parents' drawer, and it was truly. Oh my god! It, it like destroyed me. I don't yeah. know why. Why do you, I just like <laughs> I, now that we're talking about parents using condoms? I'm like, don't they just always go raw? I thought, well, but, well, that's the thing is, I was like, I, I guess parents, it was. I thought the whole thing about parents was like raw sex. <laughs> I, I thought that was the whole thing about parents. Um, well, I guess like this was like right before my mom went through like. The final change. Yeah. And I yes. think like you gotta be careful because I mean, what if what what if you got pregnant at like forty nine? Oh, I know. That I would know. be a tough that would be a tough one. Sure. Be a tough position to be put in. Forgot yeah. about pregnancy. You forgot all about pregnancy. Yeah. You know, is, these these parents can't just get on prep and do whatever they want. <laughs> like we, you kids. But yeah. we don't age out of disease. Isn't that we sad? sure don't. I know. It's actually a rule of well, culture. Well, that's why there's a lot <laughs> of that. It's a rule of culture. Yeah, rule of culture. <laughs> it's a rule of culture number 88. We don't age, age out, out of disease. disease. Okay, well, fine. that's why there's like gonorrhea and syphilis and like, uh, you know, oh, ge- geriatric homes. homes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. I never thought about that. Yeah. I hope that I keep hoeing. I was. About, I thought you were about to say. Yeah. I hope I get gonorrhea when I'm old. <laughs> Basically, I mean, yeah, if you were yeah. if if you were in our old age to tell me like, oh my, and I, I like, I don't know if we'll be in the same home. Yeah, but like, I feel like I'll, I'll probably give you a ring and or whatever yeah. method of communi- communication we're having at that time, and you say, oh my god, this just happened. I got gonorrhea. I'll be like, yes, bitch. Yeah, I feel right? like if we're like 88 years old and you tell me you got gonorrhea, I'd be like, slay. Yeah, I know. Sage is technically like um. A a place for That's el- right, Sage, yeah. elderly el- elderly queer people. I feel like we should open up an LGB home. Yes. LGB home. No T, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> LGB, sorry. No, no T. Tea. Sorry. No T? No T, no math. Um, <laughs> you, I think that would be so fun. A right? little, a That's queer, what I've always wanted. 
That and that's like a sitcom. <laughs> that's is. a really it's good like sitcom. Like, I mean, Golden Girls. Golden Girls. I think that I it is this sounds so chummy and gross and dumb. I truly hope we all end up in the same place. Yeah. When we I hope are so too. Heaven. 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 <laughs> <laughs> which is Fire Island, Fire Island. Where the swans are. God, how much longer Honestly, does Fire Island have? Sorry well, to bring it. I was about to say. Sorry to like, bring it here, but when like. we were on our trip, <sighs> one of the things that was so like moving was mm. looking at the houses that were abandoned because the shore yeah. was creeping up so far. I mean, the whole island's just disappearing. Yes. So there are houses that were close to the shore that are that have to be abandoned because yeah. they're just falling into the <sighs> sea. It's a real thing. Like that, no, I, I think people yeah. that I think people like they they don't like to think about it. But I mean, truly like, even just Hurricane Sandy alone, I can yeah. tell you from li- from growing up there, it took a serious toll yeah. on that. I mean, it's it's different now. Yeah. It's, it, it looks different. Yeah, like. If you're gonna fuck up infrastructure, then right. like it will change everything about how that place functions. So it's I, cr- we have to I take it, that seriously. Like, I think I, I think honestly, it's got an, it's got another like 15 years. Oh my god, it's so sick. Yeah, 15 tops. I mean, you have mm. to think, uh, and not to get all morbid, but it gets worse every year. I mean, these and these storms happen with more frequency. Actually, yeah. this hurricane season was mild. Shockingly, uh-huh. and that's with the tragedies that happened. Yeah. I but remember, like I mean, the the devastating hurricane that happened that happened very early in the hurricane season. And the way I feel was like, oh, well, obviously this is like gonna be like the way it is. Like this is the beginning of the end. And then after that, to be honest with you, like all things considered, we had a mild hurricane season yeah. this year, this past year. You're saying yes, okay. and that's it another was, thing yeah. about like the L train, like kind of staying open. Is it's like I the way I feel about it is kind of like honestly keep it open because you don't want to spend another millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah. fixing it and then just for to get fucking. But wrecked isn't part again. of what they're trying to do to like make it hurricane proof or something? Right. I mean, I guess that would have that's you'd have to like mm. do something really, 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 really um, sound yeah. to make it like hurricane proof, and that's got to be the next thing you do because don't just fix it. To to it to the best of its ability now because I mean it'll just get fucked up again. Mm-hmm. Well, see what I always imagine is <laughs> this is so stupid, but I remember seeing ones like after Sandy. One of the things they could do is just put a big balloon in the tunnel, and it fills up the whole tunnel with this balloon so that no water gets down in there. Holy. And now that I'm thinking about this, I mean, it, I don't think it really would work, uh, but like... It would have to be some kind of balloon. It would have to be a big balloon. balloon. A big, thick balloon. It would have to be big and thick, filling out the whole hole. Yes. Yeah, and it would on. be so massive, yes. and then it would be, you know, there would be no water damage. Wait, I'm so horny. I know. Balloon. Can you imagine a really balloon hard. that thick? Oh, shit. <laughs> Ow. I know. Ouch. Ow, Talk about ouch. I mean, can we first of all, can we just say ouch? Ouch. <laughs> um We had a long discussion about bottoming before we got on air. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did we wait, did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. We, well, we that did. was not on air, but we talked about bottoming and you know the preparation that we have to go through, and it's not unlike it's the not L like, train. It is not unlike the L train. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you, by the time you're 30, you've you've had a couple sandies, you know. <laughs> oh honey. Oh, oh honey. Oh. That's actually rural culture. Yeah. By the time you're that's rural culture number. Hundred and one, yep. like the Dalmatians. By, By the time, time you're thirty, you've, you've had, had a couple, couple of Sandys. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Oh my god! But I just want a Sandy that that stays. <gasps> you want a Sandy that I want a Sandy that I can get used to. 
Mm. I mean, yeah. I, there's only been a handful and of Sandys. About to, we're about to get a lot of Sandys that we can get used to. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, you know what I realized? What? Very few people that I've had Sandys multiple times, that I've experienced multiple Sandys with. I have, mm. I, the, I've only had sex with the same person more M- than multiple, once. Yeah, more than like, once. That's only happened like three or four times. Yeah, and that's what I'm really? saying. Like two, and three I, people. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, ugh, maybe overshare, but well, who the fuck am I kidding? This yeah, is, whatever. Well, we've, I'm, we've, I've, I've we've, literally talked about everything. But I've had, I've, my number is very high. Yeah. But the number of people that I've been with more than mm. once is actually very low. The meaningful ones. I like, yeah. I hate just having sex with someone just once. Yeah. Because like, I feel like that first time I'm like, never, Doesn't never count. What is going on? Like, yeah. who are you? Why are you here? Like, yeah. you know, what, what's up? <laughs> What's what's up? Who are you? Why are you here? What's, what's up? up? Yeah, the three questions. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and so I was always like, let's just have a relationship and yeah. like have sex. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Sometimes like I'll have a fucking amazing time the first time, and then the second time it's like sometimes I feel like maybe that first time it was so good because you were discovering someone's body for the first time, and then the God, second time why? it's like Who's been here, done that. You're, See you later. Like, turned. I, Hang it up. I, I'm not turned on by the discovery. Me neither. I'm always I like, am. I'm always like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like here we go. You know, whoa. That's what makes grinder so dangerous for me. Like it's a slippery mm. slope. Like I'm, I'm not on it right now because like the thing for me is like finding someone out and then i'm like yeah what does that mean because for me it's like the second time it's like oh this is familiar and there doesn't have to be this like learning curve around it Mm. what wait what is it about you the discount you just want it you you live for the moment where they where they take their shirt off for the first no i just like i don't know I, i i think it's fun to experience someone and then i almost feel like it's a sicko thing but once i've experienced someone sexually like we've done it you know what i mean like and and it's interesting yeah i don't know I don't know. That's like, that's, a, that, that's that's a way that I am. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And I, it's not what I want for myself. I'd uh-huh. like to have a meaningful relationship. Yeah. And I'm not saying I haven't, but I'm yeah. just. But it's just like, I I realized that about myself when I fully like committed to finding out more about I wish myself sexually. I, see, I wish that I could take a page from your book. I wish that it could be more like, I don't know. Yeah. Like quicker or something or like. I think we're well. I'm I'm not there. I, yeah, I'm not there anymore either. I'm just yeah. like I don't like that. I don't know. It's just I could do that if it's like if it's very very scripted in terms of like this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, Yeah. like where you like that, I like that. Let's do that, and then that's that. Uh, It depends on what you're looking for. I think you know what I mean. I think you, Bo and Yang, are looking for a relationship. Mm, and yeah. so I think that that's why the concept of just having sex with someone one time isn't appealing to you. I, I don't mm. think where I'm at right now, I don't think I'm looking for a relationship. I think I'm looking to have so you want nice experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, it just depends on what you're – there was probably a time in my life where I was like horrified at the fact of like, you know, sleeping with peop- a bunch mm-hmm, of people. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but now it's yeah. what you want. Uh mm-hmm. Do you can con- I, do you consider yourself like a slut? Um, there was a time when I considered myself a a, a capital a, S. A, a, I don't think I ever considered myself a slut, but whenever Sudi would call me like, a slut, I was confer- I I could understand where she was coming from. But she wasn't, but, and she was calling you that in like a pejorative way. Like, she one time I actually thought about this on the subway right over. She literally turned to me one time and said, "You fucked every." one of my gay friends that I've introduced you to. And I was like, I don't think that's true. And also like she said, fucked. <laughs> like, like she thinks she doesn't know exa- yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what right, went right, down. Right, right, but like right. I have hooked up with a bunch of people she's introduced me right. to, or at least 
Because I think it's a thing of like, let me put my two gay friends together, right? Which is like so that's that's on her. No, but it's not necessarily right. bad because I did <laughs> yeah. ha- I did hook up with them. You sure. know what I mean? It was mutually beneficial for all. But for her to be like, wait a minute, oh but, what? It's like that. Well, yeah, you orchestrated. But also, that. yeah, you it was your choice. Like <laughs> you yeah, introduced. The thing is, like, yes, I did sleep with them and had a great time. And so I guess at the time, like to be jokingly called a slut, I was like, yes. Why have you? Are you a slut? Me? Yeah. Have you been a slut? I don't think I. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like slutty, right? Yeah. But I, and I like that. But then, like, I don't think I, in action, like my life, I am a slut. Right. I would say that I like have the psychology of a slut. Yes. But not the behavior. Are you a slut? Is the title of it. Are you yes. a slut? <laughs> but sluttiness is a state of mind. What was that? Um. What was that? That tr- it is a state of mind. That video. That clip of um. That that that. There's this girl on Twitter. Where like some, it was a slut march, and then like this like conservative pundit was there, and or yes. like, reporter was there, and he's like, "What is? Why are you calling it a slut march? You're proud to be a yeah, slut." Yeah, yeah. And she oh, was yeah. like, "Oh, what's her name?" Uh, yeah, she's, she's 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 so cool. She's so cool. She's like the coolest. She's an actor. Person. She's really cool. Yes, and she was like, "I'm a slut. You're a slut. Your grandma's a slut. Your mom's a fucking slut. We're all fucking sluts here. So like, get over it. Like, we're all sluts." It's also like it's not. We're, it's when you say you're not slut shaming. You're just you're, you're taking a word and being like. I've had sex with people and I yes. enjoy it. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's all. That's all it is. I think looking back, it's like, I've been there. I go through periods. Yeah. I go through periods where it's like, I would like to, but to be honest with you, sometimes it makes me a little nervous. And it really depends who it is. Like now that yeah. I know more people, it's like, I don't know. Mm. Here's the thing. Here's yeah, the thing. Well, that's the thing. Also, people. like for me, it's like now that I'm like, there's more and more people who are like learning who I am. Yeah, online. Joe, Joe, yeah. So like, I get more people like contacting me, right. reaching out to me, uh-huh. and so I'm. It is this weird thing of like, there's all like. You know, and people flirt, you know. People flirt, and you're like, how do I receive this? Are you guys open? We are open. You are open. Okay, so then it's like, it's on the table. So, I mean... But I was like, no, I've just been cheating this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing is, like, what I was saying was, like, the kind of people I'm around on a daily basis are all people that I know. And there's that thing of, like, hooking up with your friends, which is, like, many in the gay community are just kind of like, we can do this and it's fine. I don't know where I'm at with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's kind of like, and it's it's all about how you want to spend your time and how you want to negotiate that afterwards. Like mm. I, we were talking with Brandon Scott Jones about this. I, I was, if I had to put a number on it, I've probably hooked up with at some point, like maybe nearly 50% of what? Of my gay friends. Oh, okay. I've like, but I yeah, also don't think it's that high. I like usually almost every guy that like I've hooked up with casually, I am friends with. Really? Yeah. That's Because great. like, I don't know. I feel like that's part of what's so nice about being a gay guy is that mm-hmm. you're kind of like, a horny idiot and then you yeah. can just like move on but you it's know? the stakes off of it's it it's yeah. your friends first and then you hook up with them um no I've had the, well yeah I've, but I've, I've done had, both I've had the fucking reverse happen too many times and I'm like oh I yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. This. wait describe that where it's like I'll be dating someone mm-hmm. and then it's like let's stay friends yeah. and now I'm like I don't yeah, that's is lame. this healthy well I don't know it's and also, me- you didn't necessarily start start this particular relationship with them because you wanted to be friends, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, but it's like I value. Well, that's their- like heartbreak. That's different. And yeah. I've definitely sure. been heartbroken by people before. And then, like, if the opportunity arose where I was like going to be friends with them, then it was like, yeah. yeah, I guess, like, I guess I have to. And that's usually only if I have to because they're like yeah. in that community that I'm in, right? But otherwise, I would avoid them. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Literally, that's... some of my closest. I mean, like I, like Dave and I, like the, we started our friendship 
with a hookup. With a hookup. Hooking up. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of like, and it, so I, I can, you can do both, right. but it is like a conversation. Like, for, for, I won't, like, I recently hooked up with a, a friend, like, within the last six months, and we had, I wanted to make it, I wanted to have a conversation where it was like, this please can't make things different. Right. Like, Cause that, that would just, I just really don't like totally. that. Um, I just, it's funny though, but like I'm listening to you guys talk about this and I'm like, I don't have that same thing. And listen, y'all. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, it's just like, it's fine if it's not like that for you. I'm right. like, oh, yeah. that's just not my reality, which is beautiful. And I also yeah. don't want people to, cause I, this is another thing I'm sensitive to, which is like the gay community. We de- kind of decided it's a certain way or like it's, it's widely perceived that it's a certain way. Right. Like, yes, we're gay. We hook up with each other and that's that. And it's like. I've also experienced that not happening. So yeah. don't think that that has I to I also happen. think it's like one of those things where like the that same that same statistic about like drinking college where right. like yeah. it's like you co- you go in and you're like everyone's drinking but then it turns out that like actually not only like 40% of the population is drinking uh-huh. or something. Right. I feel like right, it's the right. same thing with yeah. with sex. Yeah, right. Right. And gay men probably. And, it, it, and because sex is sexy and it's right. like you put it on this pedestal and it's something that's sold to us and it's something we're supposed to be doing all the time and you see media where it's like so often in gay media like like if there's two gay characters they have hooked up or they've right. been on a date or something like that. It kind of does give this perception that like that is how all gay friendships begin right. and like I mean some the literally the most important relationship in my life is a platonic mm-hmm. gay right. friendship. And so I, we were talking to Brandon Scott Jones about how like on the show the other two that he's on like there's a platonic gay friendship and it's so great to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Cuz that's not really depicted in media. It's really not. No. Yeah, that's true. Or if it is, it's like people don't give a shit or yeah. like you know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. want to see more things of like m- like you know, I that's why I really liked the end of Big Little Lies is because it was like women killing yes, a the, man, yeah, killing, killing a, man. a man. Like the show largely was marketed and and perceived as this thing of like women kind of like cat fighting, cat fighting and like it's these rich pr- privileged yeah, white yeah, yeah. women largely that like are gonna like fight. And then what the show actually was about was about how instinctually we, they had each other's back, yeah, because well, of this oh, a shared I experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I would like to see that represented with the gay community more. I would like to see, and that's yeah. why I really, I really like insecure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you see these, like I, I like seeing things where it's like a depiction of community. That is a depiction of capital C community. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Me too. That is so like, it's so refreshing to yeah. see that. Cause then it's like, finally we get to see something different. Yeah. Like, something real. It right. feels real. It feels more real. I don't know. But that is missing where it's like, you don't see these depictions of like queer people just being like just coexisting yeah without that thick of a sexual layer to it it's just like i mean there was like looking but then looking was was about dating and sex though you know what i mean like and 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 i think looking succeeded on on very many levels but I, i think like it definitely fell short in that for me it felt very cast yeah and also like I get it. Like it, it was, it, you know what? It's still an important show. It, I think it was important, and yeah. and we we scrutinize it because it it it, it is the only. Th- it, it's it's that thing where it's like people shat on Joy Luck Club when it came out because mm-hmm. it was the only thing that was meant to represent this experience, and then all every Chinese person turned on it because they were like, "Well, this is stereotypical. This this demasculin- demasculinizes Asian men. It's yeah. bad. It's this. It's this. It's like, well, you're pinning all the shit on it because exactly. it's the only, only thing. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's I think right. it, I think it's like. 
with looking like whenever anyone was like, why would you criticize this? It's the only thing we have. It's like, no, there's got to be some place in the middle because no, totally, totally. you have to be able to be critical of art, especially art that represents you yes. and your experience or, or touts to represent your experience. Yeah. Touts too. Touts too. <laughs> and, and also at the same time, it's like, appreciate something for what it is yes. and what it is doing right. Yeah, and that's right. just literally having a discussion about something. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like you don't have to get angry or like overly protective. Like we can talk about totally these things. We all yeah. just need to be Katrina Rogerses. We need to flip, flip a table, table once every 25 years. Yes. Flip a table, babe. She's due for a table flip now. I can't wait. I hope that she, I, I, I'm trying to think, is she strong enough to flip a table now? I think so. Side table? Yeah, like a smaller table maybe. Yeah. 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 I think she can flip a table flip for a sure. Table. She's a she's a flipper. She's able bodied. Okay. Um I think it's time. It's time for I don't think so, honey. You two both have a look in your eye like you have you both literally announced before we we recorded yes. that you guys have you have something. I like have that. one that I think is okay. like a true I don't think so, honey. Okay, here we go. I think I have one too. It's just it's cooking. So all And by you the go way, first. I don't think so, honey, is our segment where we take one minute to go off on culture. We are going on tour. You can get buy tickets to us uh to being us. on tour. Yes. Um we don't have a website, but they are on my website, and you can find them online if you Google search Last Culturista Store. You can do it. I trust you, can, you. We trust you. Okay, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey, when someone says on their story, new post alert. Mm. Bitch, we can see it. Like, also, yeah. it's like, I don't I don't necessarily love this because it's like, girl, we got to <laughs> deal with Amber Alert. We got to deal with <laughs> ooh, Red Alert. Ooh. I don't need new post alert. I also just think, like, <laughs> like you know what? If, if we can, if, if you post, we could see it if we're following you we can see it i also just think like new post alert i just like, if i'm being alerted at something it's there should be some cause for alarm 30 seconds like, I, I don't know i just like I, and i'm talking about this as someone who like be posting on social media oh. but i think new post alert is like another level mm. where it's kind of like that's not self-aware. You need to be a little bit more self-aware. Sure. And I, it's usually thoughts that do this. 15 seconds. And the new post alert usually kind of, it's never about like new post alert where you can find uh, information from my show and I'm not slut shaming Five here. Seconds. But it's usually f- new post alert and it's like a thotty picture and it's like, bitch, I've already seen it. I probably already liked it. And, and jacked off to it. And that's yep. one minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. New post alert, I have a little bit of an issue mm-hmm. with. Alert. I mean, I think they're maybe they're trying to like subvert the algorithm and just be like make sure I get eyes on this and maybe they're being funny maybe. Probably, probably not oh, probably not no. probably not and, and it like to generalize with the band and it usually is thoughts yeah. and we yeah. and we love thoughts and we they're an important part of our economy but like you <laughs> don't have to do that I you agree I mean, I've, most of the time I've literally already liked the picture because if, if you were a thought that I follow you're probably popping up at the top of my Instagram story because Instagram is deeply evil I can't, and knows no, I'm horny I, know. I can't like too many thought photos because otherwise on my discover page, it's all thought photos. Yeah. No, and I'm and like, I don't like want too much. All it's of just like, ugh. yeah. When you go to your discover page and it's literally all shirtless men, that's when you know you have to seek treatment. I know. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's bad. Um, but we need them to thrive. Yeah. Thoughts. I mean, they are like, as you said, a huge part of our economy. Yes. Especially rule of culture. Number 22 thoughts, thoughts are, are a huge part, part of our economy. economy. <laughs> okay. I, I think I have something. Which is booming, by the way, our economy. Our economy oh, and I'm so yeah. sick of hearing about it because shut up, things are not good. Things, yep. things are not good. I don't need to hear that there's more jobs. Like, which, oh. you know what I mean? Like, I'll, uh, that's an, I don't, I don't think so, honey, for another time. There you go. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey on this, the episode 
with Joe Castle Baker, an incredible episode of Lost Culture Recess that we've enjoyed. And his mm. time starts now. I don't think so, honey. These recipes that have Asian in the title and there's nothing <laughs> fucking Asian about them. There's mayo and a chicken salad Asian medley whatever the fuck. No. My people did not throw almonds into their pork. Okay? I don't know what what Asian what Asian meatballs are. Okay? Just Hashtag what Asian? Hashtag what Asian? <laughs> My ancestors did not g- toil in the fields during the Cultural Revolution in China. <laughs> they did not uh, wish upon a jade amulet for you <laughs> to appropriate an entire fucking mm. continental name <laughs> just so you can sell and peddle your bullshit granola mix onto me, honey. So listen, if you want to call it something and make it exotic, just say that there's raisins in it. I'll be sold. I love raisins. I'm a raisin bitch. Don't call it Asian. And that's one minute. Mm. I think that was important. That is so true. Thank you very much. Just because it has scallions doesn't mean it's Asian. Asian. Honestly, what do you think is that? Why do you think they do that? To make it seem more interesting because they they, they can't be like, well, it's it's a chicken salad sandwich. Mm. No, we gotta get clicks. We're gonna call it an Asian chicken salad. We're gonna do little Wrong. little things of daikon in there, and yeah. we'll, we'll call I would it assume whenever if I ever see something with Asian in the title, I would assume as a as a consumer of food that they're talking about like whatever dressing is on it or like whatever sauce is on or it. It's like just it, they're they're really just projecting an entire culture onto one ingredient usually yeah. that's what it is it's like, <laughs> yeah, like ginger. Um, it's marketing it's branding it's ginger yeah oh we're, we're doing ginger you know oh garlic's Asia, an Asian aromatic oh my god Let's can you that. imagine that is so insane it's so <laughs> fucking crazy it's, it's fucking crazy that is so Dumb. stupid yeah anyway and that was an I don't think so honey that needed to be said thank yeah. you I think we're getting back into the form you and I, because Matt and I, everyone else like does amazing. I don't think so. And you and I are just so we've done so many. Done so, but so now, many, yeah. but now I'm really like starting to understand like, how to get back into the saddle, onto the saddle. Hero's journey, you know. Hero's journey. Yes, thank you, Joseph Campbell. Okay, this is Joe <laughs> Castle Baker's. I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People that need to play music during sex. Oh, wow. Or people that even don't even need to, but just like do it anyway. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. Uh-huh. what <laughs> mood? What mood are you trying to set? Yeah. Like, I don't need you to set my mood. If I'm in the mood, I will be in the mood. Mm-hmm. I don't need Lord I- to set the mood for me. <laughs> and if Lord sets the mood for you, what does that mean about you? Oh. Does mm-hmm. tennis court make you hot? Yes. Does tennis court make you hard? <laughs> oh. I I don't think so, honey. <laughs> I don't think so, honey. If you are playing, okay, let's say that you, maybe not even Lord, maybe it's something a little more appropriate, like some kind of electronic thing yes. like that. Like, <laughs> this is not like the moment where you like crack the code and SVU, like we're, I'm giving you, I'm giving you head right yeah, now. You yes. know what I mean? Like, this is not the moment for that kind of music. <laughs> or even like, I don't even know any kind of music, all music, the Five only seconds. music I want is to hear breathing and Ooh. the air conditioner and that's it. Oh, and that's one minute. Wow. Okay. I have fucked to Lord. And I, I, fuck I could Lord. fuck. I could fuck to the song 400 Lux on repeat. Is there okay? I'm not really. Cra- wait, yes, what? I fucking love Lord. I'm not cracking wait, does the that, code. Does the song make you horny? <laughs> yes, it really does. Wait, and that I actually, is so crazy. I Matt. know. I have to tell you, Joe. I fucking. I I get extremely horny to he, Lord. Here's the thing, though. Oh my god, that to me. 
What about like a Frank Ocean thing? No, like, what? I don't there connect with Frank. No, there is no music on earth, D'Angelo, that will make me horny. Really? Okay, <laughs> you're not listening to the right playlist. I have a playlist on my Spotify called LOL, and it's my sex oh playlist. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> and, and 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 I will I'll, I'll send put it to it, me, I'll and I will just be like, mm, yep. <laughs> and one time I had sex with someone and they said, and after we had sex, they said, that was a great fuck playlist. And I was like, that's oh, great. Joe, I get what you're saying, but I also, LOL. every, every, it depends on the context, I think. I, I like to like, light candles, play some fucking. Oh God. See, no, to the me, candles, that's like, no. Wordless music. No, mu- here's the thing. What about music without no. words? The, the, the wordless music is the worst because the wordless music, it's, oh, I love this. Um, I'm not cracking the code in SVU. I'm giving you head. That is a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. poll quote from Joe's IDTSH right now. That's really good. But I, wordless music is creepy. If I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah, it is. But you said it's more it. appropriate. I would definitely, definitely not choose music with lyrics for songs. If I mean, if you had to have music playing during sex, like <laughs> at least make it an instrumental. What about like "Rocket" mm-hmm. by Beyonce? Like that well, is. Well, like, uh, here's the thing: <laughs> even the, the songs <laughs> no. that are like explicitly sexual, it's like. Come oh, on, that's let okay. me take Under my pressure. time. Yes. Let me, maybe I don't want to feel that right now. Yeah, you know what okay, I mean? Okay. Like the third or fourth time that Henry and I hooked up, like when we first started dating, we, we oh my God, what? we actually like on accident one plus one by Beyonce came on. Oh, that's too much. And it that's heightened it so much. much to where it was like, I think in the both of our minds, we were like, this is no, 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 maybe no, 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 way no. too much. But you know so why? Much. Because when you're <laughs> playing like, music, that's basically a threesome. That's yeah, a threesome right, with that artist. There. With that artist, you're having a threesome. Wow, that's a rule and of culture. And threesomes are always bad. And threesomes are, <laughs> threesomes are I've never very had a bad. I've never had a three. <laughs> really? I bet you've done threes. I have, yeah. Yeah. I've had a few. Yeah. Mm. But not with music. Not with no music. Galatin. That would make it a quadruple. <laughs> um, I would I would go back to Galatin and study threesomes. I would go back. Oh to my god, you would be welcomed with open I arms. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I, I think we're all disagreeing about this music thing. I think I'm in between the two of you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What music would you play? Um, what would you select? Okay, let me. I truly this pulling is, out the phone. I'm pulling out the phone. This is my very basic fuck playlist that I have not ever used. You know, like in, in actual, do I have mine? I, have, I think mine's on iTunes, um, and it's also old. And I it's don't old, have, and like it's it's I'm like shaking not, my head. It's not. Hold on. Oh, I, maybe I deleted it because I was full, fully ashamed of it. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, I, I, I did it because my phone my phone data was full, and okay. I can't figure out how to fuck. <laughs> this is this is this is so old. I have like. I have songs from like the very first XX album. So maybe that's in between like lyrical and instrumental. Yes, yes, yes. I have like, <laughs> this is so bad. I have <laughs> Marvin Gaye, Please Stay. Um, I have Dr. Dre, Explosive. I have. But do you see? The- <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing see here. because I just the, pulled like- mine up. <laughs> Go, go, go. Oral, no, you're not even listening like, to mine. The oral changes, A U R A L changes, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. are insane. It's it's just just so too much. Like, you need someone there to orchestrate it then. You know also, what I mean? Totally. Can you I, having Marvin Gaye on there is very first thought. Can I, I'm, I'm I, not no, impressed. I'm, I'm saying this is very first thought. Can I just read some, some other ones? Yes. So bad. I have uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. I have, um, I have No Sleep by Janet Jackson. I have Hello by Erica Badu. I have. Um, Bliss by Mariah Carey off Rainbow. And then like that's it. Whoa. 
And I have like Frank Ocean stuff in that. Okay. I mean, okay. the first song that I saw on mine was Tambourine by Eve, which is Shake Your Tambourine, Go One Get Yourself, and which is this not for sex. And so I oh, clearly made this when God. I was 23. And, oh, not the fuck. And, and you refused to reveal anything else? And I, I refused. Just, I, just, I just embarrassed myself to so many people. I mean, this actually, that actually isn't the playlist because I, I believe it, it might just be at home on my on my iTunes. Like but, a CD? Because oh, oh, I don't... I, local file. Local file. Local file. But um, follow me on Spotify <laughs> and I will be posting my sex playlist. LOL. I love I mean, that it's called LOL. It's too. called LOL because I was like too nervous. Of course. Yeah. That moment of name... That's another like... I don't naming think so, honey, playlist? That like humiliation of naming a playlist. <laughs> Wait, that's so real. It's like, I, what if someone reads my playlist title. Oh my one of God. mine is called Inspired in all caps. <laughs> and and I have my famous one is called Classic Diva. Classic Diva. Which yeah, everyone should good. follow. Um, yeah. What makes a good playlist title, you think? That that is outwardly like cool. You have to just not give a shit. <laughs> you have to just literally not care. You have to just be like, uh, 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 fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have one called <laughs> Now. And like... I don't know. It's like not playlist new titles songs. are so like, vulnerable. They are they're so vulnerable, and they're so, but they're just so performative. They're so my, performative. My, my, my from Toys of Nobody looks at that. Nobody, no, no one cares. gives a shit. Honestly, whenever anyone somehow, fi- I don't think so, honey. People who somehow find what I'm listening to on Spotify and like send Comment me a screenshot it. of it, I'm like, get out of my life, literally. I know. <laughs> I truly do. I've been doing this thing where I do post my playlists on my story. I know, but you have you, good taste. I know you do you that. You have good taste in music. Taste. But is that a little, is that a thing? But no. Do, do you guys think it's a thing where it's like, I think it might be a, a, a degree of like, I want to show people how cool I am. Yeah, for sure. And that's is. healthy. That's healthy. <laughs> for sure. That's the sign no. of a healthy psyche. That, you like, no, be, that's you like being that's the arbiter of taste. That's basically the same thing as new post alert. New playlist in there. Like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's it's disgusting. It's, I'm no it's new adjacent. Pl- it's adjacent. No, guys, it's, not, it's adjacent. Be it's honest. Be honest. Be honest. No That's new fine. playlist because you've cultivated. But also, something. you're not a musician. Or you're not. Yes, you're, I mean, yes. you're not making the music. Yes. You're saying, hey, which is even worse. It's even it's more, not. It's different. You are sharing something that you cultivated. Exactly. And that I'm proud it's not to this, It's not new post alert, which is you hiring someone to take a hot right. photo of you. Sure, sure. It's, and it's, which it's, is also noble and beautiful. Gorgeous. Okay, and too. we need you for the economy. <laughs> Thank you. Never forget. Never forget. If you Never were to forget. stop, this whole thing would crumble. That's exactly, exactly right. Um, I loved mm, this episode. This was very good. I know. It gave me the tingles. Give me the tingles. And Joe gives us the tingles. I mean, clearly. I try. Okay. Um, oh my God, please check out Get Real. Uh, we've Matt and I have both, both done it with Max Werder. He's, it, they're both so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. I watch them and I'm like, this is this is all I want to see mm-hmm. ever in the and world. And it can be all you ever see. It can be mm-hmm. all you ever see. So um, check them out every month uh, at the Spectacle or at a rotating venue every now and then. What mm. is the last thing you want to say for right now to the Las Culturistas listeners? Because you'll be back, but what do you need to say to them that they that they need to know? Wow. As a Gallatin School of Injury, at the end of all your studies. <laughs> After everything I learned at Gallatin, I would say, <laughs> you know, let go. Let go. Let yourself find. Go. Go. Let, let yourself, yourself find. Go. And then Go. Wow. wow. Let go, let yourself find go, go and, and then go. go. And then go. And then go. And then go. Beautiful. Oh my 200, God. 200,000 later. 200,000. <laughs> NYU, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, NYU, and thank you so much. <laughs> wow, thank you, NYU, and thank you so much. <laughs> and that reminds us of a song that we're going to finish. As we finish with every song. 
I would never every episode we finish with a song. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. I'm so fucking grateful for my school. Oh, bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.